yeah, we're back, baby. Episode 4. We're back. Welcome back to Thought Bubble. In today's episode, we go over why this podcast is so awkward. <laughs> so, um, I, I had to edit the, uh, the other episodes of, of Thought Bubble, um, like before I uploaded them, uh, and I was going over how awkward I sounded. Like, it's so easy just to, to look at someone else like Joe Rogan or I don't know, whoever do podcasts and be like, yeah, that's, that's easy. I, I can keep up an entertaining voice for like, you know, an hour or two and it, God, it's so hard. So, um, I hope I'm a little more expressive in this one today because damn, it would have been really boring to listen through two hours of me just speaking that monotone. Um, and yeah, I'm not even sure how many people are listening to this. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just really excited to be doing something different for a change. Um, uh, even if, I mean, if you are listening, thank you. Uh, support means a lot. I had a couple messages from people saying they listened to some of the episodes, so it meant a lot that people actually, uh, took the time to listen to me. So that's cool. Thank you so much. Um, if people don't want to listen, I mean, I can't really do anything about it, but it's something that I want to do for myself. So, uh, for the people who are here, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, also, yes, uh, I am now putting everything up on Anchor because SoundCloud had a disclaimer, which I didn't read. Uh, it was like, um, dude, you have to upload, you can, you can only upload five, no, you can only upload 180 minutes worth of content free on your account before we have to charge you for uh, SoundCloud Premium. And I was like, I'm too broke to afford $20 a month for a project that I'm doing, you know, just for fun. So I'm not really that dedicated to, to putting that money in just to keep everything up on one site. So I shifted everything over to Anchor. Anchor is like Spotify's little podcasting website. And uh, everything goes up on here. Uh, things will... Uh, I, I hope things go okay. Um, I saw people re-listen to some of the old ones where I got some plays on the old episodes. I don't know whether it's just because people joined or just started listening or they wanted to see if it was the same episode that was uploaded again. Um, whatever it is, uh, stuff is going to be going on Anchor. Uh, I probably, I mean, some people might have downloaded SoundCloud to listen to this. Uh, I encourage you to just listen to it from your laptop. You don't need an account to sign in. Um, I think when you download the app for Anchor, it like prompts you to uh, to sign in and then like create a podcast yourself. Just open the link on uh, your desktop, or your laptop, or whatever, and I think you'll be fine. That's Anchor.fm/thoughtbubblepod. Uh, Anchor.fm/thoughtbubblepod, and that'll take you straight to this podcast, and you can listen to the latest episode by pressing the play button beside the episode name. Um, yeah, thank you so much for, for sticking around. Um, this episode is supposed to go on Monday. I hope it's released on Monday. Right now, I'm actually going to go drive over to a friend's house, and I'm going to stay there for a bit. Uh, they've taken precautions to avoid, uh, corona. We have as well, so we're still maintaining our safety, but we just want to meet up because it's, uh, a religious event and we'd want to uh, get together for that kind of thing um 
it's also someone's birthday, so we want to celebrate that in person as well. And I think Ontario has been slowly releasing some of the heftiness of the lockdown rules. So I think they said it's like okay for like four to five people to meet together. And um, I saw something about giving handshakes and hugs was okay yesterday, but I don't know if that was a hoax. I just saw it on someone's story. Um, I'm not sure whether that was a that was something made up or I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm in a rush to hurry this episode because. We were supposed to leave for their house on Sunday and I wanted to record it on, or sorry, we were supposed to leave for their house on Monday and I wanted to record it uh, on Sunday, but we're leaving today, which is Saturday. So I'm in a rush on Saturday morning to record it because I can't record it at their house on Sunday or Monday. So if this episode sounds really choppy or if it uh, ends too quickly, I'm sorry. Uh, I just have to get through things because I'm really, really excited to upload this episode. I just don't want it to sound bad so I'm literally standing in my garage where it's the quietest in my house right now because my dad is ironing uh, upstairs and my mom is cooking downstairs so it's really loud everywhere um, it's really pretty outside it's really nice the weather's gotten really really uh, good I love it I don't know uh, if I'm the only person but I hate it when they're like when it's sunny there are clouds in the sky so the so the sky is gloomy on a summer's day i hate that i want the i want the sky to be like like clear like i don't want any clouds if it's a summer day like i want it like 15 degrees no clouds and it's like a beautiful day like you hear like everything around you like crystal clear and like everything looks really nice the 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 the, the leaves are really green and you know um <laughs> every, everything looks really nice that way when it's cloudy, everything comes like really dull and I- I'm not really a huge fan of the rain. I like snow, like I like winter, but spring is like my worst season. I hate spring because every day is just another gloomy day and it gets really annoying. Uh, fall is my favorite season though because it's just the perfect weather to wear like a like a hoodie and uh, which is all I wear, but it's a perfect weather to wear a hoodie and jeans and just rock that outside without having to wear a jacket or without having to worry about extra layers or whether it's too hot or cold. It's like just the perfect temperature. Things look, the colors look really nice outside and everything. So that's always a really, um, it's always a really nice time of year. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so back to the, um, the upload schedule. Um, I hope this goes up on Monday, but I'm probably going to, like, I released our uh, Black Lives Matter episode, which I did with Aryaman and Pranaya. Please go listen to that if you haven't. I released that last Thursday, and I released episode one on the Monday before that. And then I released episode three the Monday after BLM. So uh, my upload schedule looked like Monday, Thursday, Monday. And I was like, oh, should I just upload another one on Thursday and then just start saying that my schedule is every Monday and Thursday, but I realized I'm not that entertaining. I'm not that entertaining to talk about things for that long and keep up a really happy voice for two hours a week. So I don't have much to talk about anyways. Like people aren't, uh, like I don't have, like things aren't going on right now. Like I don't have much to talk about. So it's probably better. I consolidate whatever's happening in the week, just, uh, once every week. And then you guys get to hear me, uh, every Monday. I thought that was just the best thing. Um, I, sh- I knew I should have just uploaded, or sorry, recorded this episode yesterday because nothing was going to happen over the weekend. Um, but 
I was too lazy. I, I thought I had Sunday to record, but now I don't. So I'm hurrying to record this one. I hope my parents don't yell at me for not being in the house. They probably thought I left or something. Um, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of yesterday, uh, yesterday was the day that we had to go and return books, our textbooks and novels to school. And it's the last time I'm probably ever stepping foot on uh, high school territory. I'm probably never going back there again unless it's to meet my teachers, which I do not want to do. Um, I don't know. I might. There, there aren't many teachers who, who like re, uh, recognize me, like even from grade 11 or 10. Like I, I love those teachers. I just never... Uh, I just never built that kind of connection with them where they know who I am. So I'm probably not going to go back and see them like that. So that's probably the last time I'm stepping on campus. But, oh my god, I thought our our, our vice principal um, was going to... <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to, it was going to be the last time I saw her, but good god, I had to see her one more time. And... So basically what happened was we had to stand outside in the line two meters apart from everyone uh, in the line to maintain social distancing rules. And then we head on one in uh, one by one into the school to drop off books and then pick up stuff from the locker. And I stood at the back of the line. When I got there, the line was pretty long. I think there were like 10, 10 people in there. And I stood at the back and I waited quite a while to get to the front. And then the VP walks out and she goes, uh, is anyone returning books today? And me and a couple other people raised our hands and, and she was like, oh, okay. So we need to let the locker people. So the people who aren't returning books, who are only here just to get stuff from the locker or, uh, rich, re- retrieve the lock. We need those people to, um, head to the front of the line because we're, uh, we need to get things, uh, going quickly and we're going to close the, um, uh, the upstairs part and we need to do some maintenance or whatever. And she was like, we need to hurry that process up. I was like, okay, fine. And she's like, uh, can everyone who, uh, who's returning books just step to the side and let them go front? I was like, I just got here. I'm literally the first person in line. You had to come out now to tell me that I have to move out and let other people, like I waited so long and I'm at the front of the line and you just made me move over. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, so she, she, uh, she makes me step to the side and me and a couple other people, I'm still at the front of the line, but she makes me step like two meters to the left. And there's another line uh, that forms of all the people who are only going to return books and or uh, returning uh, stuff from the locker uh, on that day. So everyone who isn't getting or sorry, everyone who isn't returning books now is at the front of the line. Uh, and everyone who is returning books is just stepped to the side to let them go front. And you and our VP goes, yeah, so you can stand. Uh, so can you just step there and just wait there or you can just move to the back of the line uh, and, and wait? I was like, OK, sure, I'll, I'll just wait here. I'll just there's no point because I don't want to uh, trip past people again and uh, walk by them. And, you know, I don't want to cause that confusion. I just want to stay here or whatever. And she goes uh, literally five seconds later, like she she there's like an awkward silence and five seconds later she goes dude, you have to move. I was like, what? Are you talking to me? Like I had turned around and she has like these glaring eyes looking down right at me. She's like, dude, you have to move. Come on back to the line. Let's go. You're still first, but you have to move to the back of the line. I was like, what? You just told me I could just stay here and wait. Why are you, why are you so mad? And she goes, come on, let's go move it. I was like, what? 
what are you doing? Why are you so mad? And I was like, all right, whatever. And I hurry my way back to the end of the line. And I'm exactly where I started. The position where I originally got there to wait in line, I'm all the way back there again. And so I had to wait double the time just to get to the front of the line again. And uh, I, I, thought, I thought I could end my high school experience on a good note by just being friendly to all the staff, getting my stuff, walking out, and then just not having to worry about it. But I had to get one more taste of the high school experience before I left. Um, yeah, so I head on in. Um, I was wearing gloves so that I could, uh, I don't know, I just thought it was more sanitary if I wore gloves. They weren't like, um, uh, they were like medical gloves, like those blue gloves that like uh, hospital workers wear, um, it was like the disposable ones. And so they make you sanitize your gloves, even though I'm wearing gloves, they make you sanitize them and then uh, put the write your name on your books or whatever. I labeled them on sticky notes and I put them on the front cover and I had six books to return. And when I got there, I was like, here, here are the books. And she's like, oh, can you just put the sticky note on the inside of the cover? I was like, oh, okay, fine. I had to rip all them off and then put them on the inside. And she was getting really agitated because I was doing it really slowly. And I was trying to put like one book by one. Like I wasn't carrying them all. And she got really agitated for not for me not thinking to just do them all at once. I was like, it's a lot of books to carry. I'd rather just do them one by one. Like they're heavy textbooks. And she was like, you know, you can just do all of them at once and carry them. I was like, oh, shut up. Like, fine. Okay, whatever. And I do them and it takes time. And you can tell they're, they're trying to speed the line up, but I have a lot of things to return. It's not my fault. And I put them all on the inside and then I move inside and, um, and then I go and I retrieve my locker. And there's some stuff in my locker from someone who was sharing mine. I actually don't know whose it is. Uh, there's like a hoodie and a graduation tie in there. I never I never use my lock throughout the school year. Um, I never got an optimal locker spot since grade nine for me to use. So I just never developed the habit of actually putting stuff in there because anything I didn't need, I left at home. And I don't carry things throughout the day that I, like, that I don't put in my bag. So... I never had the use to put stuff in my locker like that. So um, some people were using my locker and I guess like there's some other stuff in there that they didn't retrieve. And so I have it now and I have to figure out a way to get that back to them. Um, but yeah, yesterday was a hell of a ride. Uh, I think I I think that was like the most I sanitized my hands in one day. Because after I came back from there, I went shopping uh, for clothes. Uh, we just wanted to buy some gifts for the people that we're going to. And I bought myself a shirt uh, just in the swing of things. Um, we went to Guess and Calvin Klein. And holy lord, are they expensive. <laughs> so we bought some shirts there and then... Um, as we're going in, we have to sanitize. Then we're walking out, we have to sanitize. And then once we get... In the car, we have to sanitize. And then once we enter the home, we have to sanitize. Like, I mean, we're taking care. It's not excessive, in my opinion. It's just I haven't I haven't gone outside and had to do that so many times. Like, if I'm going on a walk or whatever, it's like twice. Just sanitize uh, after you walk in, just as you step foot into the house. And then, and then actually wash your hands uh, when you go upstairs with, like, actual soap. So... Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I, the car was like 
really uh really pungent with like a alcohol smell because uh, everyone was using it um yeah uh yesterday was a trip um i had a i had a lot of fun yesterday though um i didn't see anyone i recognized or i, I was trying to not talk to anybody especially like at in the in the line that we were queuing at because i just thought it was inappropriate to do that it was better i just didn't um no one talked to well i didn't see anyone in my vicinity that i knew uh, i saw some people at the front of the line that i recognized but they were talking to each other and whatever so i you know uh they were too far away for me to to even uh see them properly um uh, yeah so that was yesterday yesterday was a trip uh, today's Saturday as I'm recording this. Uh, I'm pretty sure my parents are still in a huge hurry to get things going. Uh, it's me in my garage. Bought a new Lamborghini here. Knowledge. You remember that? You remember that Ty Lopez dude? That was that was funny. That was a funny time. Things have changed on the internet, huh? A lot of a lot of things have changed. Um, 6 9 released another song the other day. I didn't listen to it, but uh, the internet's going haywire. Uh, a lot of things are going haywire, actually. Um, 6 9 is breaking records for a lot of stuff. I think he broke, like, the YouTube record for, like, most views on a song in one day. Something. He got, like, 50, 60 mil for his first song he released out of jail. Uh... I'm not I'm not a six nine fan, but God, <laughs> dude's killing it. Uh, he has that like aura to him. Like people just want to listen to whatever he has to do because he's just that outlandish. He he's built a he's built a little thing for himself. So good for him. Um, I don't really care what he has to do though. I don't listen to his music. I don't like it. Uh, my music taste is completely different. Um. You never know. My music taste might accidentally just shift into liking that kind of stuff, but uh, for now, I, I find it really out of out of touch. I, I don't enjoy that style. I will tell you whose music I do like, though. Um, I've been listening to Coda the Friend. Um, I think he's like a new up-and-coming indie artist that kind of hit my radar a couple weeks ago. Um, he has this song with Smino, I think, called Mom's Whiskey. Uh, that's the first song I heard with him on it. And I heard that he was releasing an album, I think, a week ago. I was like, oh, I, I have a I have a song with Coda on it. Um, that's dope. And I listened through it, and damn, album is vibes. I really like the album. Uh, I like Coda. Coda's dope. He has... Uh, two he has an album and an ep that came out this year that i think you should definitely check out this is a trip man i <laughs> the, the my family's so like we're trying to get things together really quickly to um go see someone out of town today and i have to keep pausing this recording because um they keep calling me to go do stuff and i have to keep like sneaking back just to record this I'm really dedicated to putting this out because I don't want to miss a week. Um, I have like like this odd obligation to just continue doing this. So 
Um, I want to see how long I can get this to. Uh, it probably won't be a, a full-length episode because, man, um, I don't think I have the time for that. Uh, I have to really quickly edit it in the car and then save it to my phone or something along those lines. Um, I have to really make sure that I can get that done before, at least before Monday evening, because I can still edit it on Monday. Um, you guys wouldn't know. Anyways, um, yes, Coda the Friend, uh, stream Coda, uh, he's cool. I like his music. It's very vibey, very sit back and relax kind of, um, tones. Uh, he's got a lot of music that isn't, He's got a, a really, really nice balance between just a, a really nice uh, upbeat vibe and a very sit-back, throw-it-on-and-chill kind of mood. And he ranges anywhere between those, as, and the music I've listened to anyways. Um, I don't think... He, he doesn't do, like, raps, but he does have one song with Joey Badass and Bass called BQE, which is kind of a rap song, not really. I still thoroughly enjoy it. And yeah, uh, I, I really like him. My method to approaching music is like, find an, like if I find a song that's recommended to me, like uh, that song, um, Mom's Whiskey by Smino and Go to the Friend, if that song is recommended to me, I if I really like the song, I'll check out the artist because I'm more inclined to go and listen to more songs that sound like the one that I like. And I'm probably most likely to find them with the artist that made it. So when I know that Coda the Friend is releasing an album and I really like the song that he made with Smino, I'm most likely going to go listen to Coda the Friend's album and then listen to the rest of his work because I really like the songs that he put out. So the way I approach music is like I burn artists out. So the couple artists that I... Um, did that in the past couple of months have been um, Jaden, as uh, Pranay and Ariminar recommended to me last episode, and um, the Dreamville crew. So Dreamville consists of like J. Cole's little uh, group of rappers like J.I.D., Boss, Loot, um, and Earth Gang and several others. So that whole crew, I listened to a lot of songs by them. Um, and now Code of the Friends, another one that I'm just kind of, uh, plowing through. So a lot of those songs, uh, I listen to not, uh, by genre, but by artist. And I'd say my music taste has evolved really rapidly in the fact that I went from liking strict rap, uh, to now I rarely listen to that kind of stuff. And I'm more throwing on like the sit back and relax kind of vibes. So I really hope that I can resonate with more artists because my, my music taste has expanded. So um, if you know artists like Code of the Friend and you know artists that give you that sit back and relax vibe, um, uh, recommend me them. I'll try to listen to them. It's not easy for me to sit down and dedicatedly listen to an artist, but if you give me like a song or whatever... Um, I might go explore them, like continue to explore people related to them uh, in my own time. So if you have a song that gives you that kind of vibe, uh, uh, 
shoot me a message. Uh, I'd love to hear it. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, th that's it. That's on the music end. And um, that's something I've been doing recently. And another thing that I've been doing is uh, I've been doing some Netflix binging. Uh, I said recently that I'm not a huge binger because I hate dedicating my time to watching uh, shows that with a continued plot. And I wanted to, so I'm a huge like YouTube guy. And whenever I see like a comedy thing in my YouTube recommended, I'll always click on it. Like I'm always watching uh, those small Russell Peter clips that he uploads to his channel every day. And I'm watching like the Gabriel Iglesias um, shorts that he uploads to his channel. And whenever those Comedy Central or what, you know, whatever those small like Netflix is a joke kind of videos pop up in my feed, I'm always looking for those and I'm always watching those whenever I find the time. So I was like, I, I there's so many jokes that they don't upload to these channels because they want to upload the best parts, but not sell out the entire thing because it's a Netflix special and you're supposed to watch it there. They just upload some bits because it's like promotional material. So I was like, I do have Netflix now. So why don't I go listen to some of those uh, specials? So I watched uh, I watched four specials in the span of two days, um, like one hour, one and a half hour specials. And I, I find watching comedy specials a lot easier than movies because the jokes themselves kind of fade between each other really nicely. And you can finish a joke and then feel as if you've kind of accomplished a little thing. Like you've watched a certain segment, you've watched a certain section, and now you're ready to move on to the next. So you, you don't have an obligation to just stop it somewhere because a movie kind of has interlaced parts and it's kind of hard to stop in the middle because it ruins a plot. But the jokes in comedy specials aren't really like that because they're kind of standalone. There might be references um, to latter or former parts of the special itself, but when it comes down to uh, having the freedom to pause in the middle and then leave and then come back, uh, it's very versatile. So I really enjoy the fact that I can watch something and then... Um, leave and then come back to it if I don't have the time in that moment. So I watched comedy specials from Trevor Noah and I watched specials from Gabriel Iglesias and I watched one special from Chris D'Elia and I am currently in the process of watching Russell Peters old one. I think it's called Notorious. Yeah. So um General opinions. They're all really funny. I really like the jokes that they all make. Like, they're, they're comedians, obviously. I, I, I like comedy. Comedy is a, a good genre to get yourself into. But I will say, some specials are better than others. And the thing I find with uh, comedians, now what I'm realizing is that they've evolved to develop a strong suit in a particular type of comedy. Now when I watch the Russell Peters comedy clips that are uploaded to his channel, he does comedy clips, or he does segments, but every clip that's uploaded to his YouTube channel is always to do with his audience. It's never just a joke that stands on its own. Every clip, if you just click on any of them, the beginning will be, what's your name, sir? Where are you from, sir? 
Where are you, ma'am? Like, you know, it's like poking fun at the audience and then making jokes like spontaneously. And that's a really good skill to have for a comedian. You really want to be able to uh, get yourself invested with your audience, know what they like, and then make jokes on the spot according to their taste. That's a really important skill as a comedian. But when it comes to planned out, thought out jokes that the audience will still resonate to, I find that just based on the clips that he uploads to his channel, Russell Peters doesn't really do that anymore. And that's really what made him. He did planned out jokes about his life, about his family, uh, that related to a wide number of audiences, regardless of their race, gender, whatever. Um, but now I find him poking more fun at the audience because he's like ran out of jokes or something. Uh, it might not be the case. I might actually have to go watch his new specials when they come out on Netflix. But um, as far as I can tell from his, just his channel, he, he struggles to just lay down a joke as it is. He'll, he'll make a lot of spontaneous stuff, which is cool. But I find that there's still a little charm that he's missing from delivering a thought out joke to his audience. And that's something that Trevor Noah, uh, Fluffy and Crystalia do really well. I've watched some Dave Chappelle stuff. I will admit I'm not a huge fan because he does touch on topics and he does uh, talk about things that um, don't resonate with most audiences. When you watch Fluffy or Trevor Noah, they talk about things that everyone can understand. Fluffy especially. He talks about really, really simple things. He doesn't involve politics. He doesn't involve uh, things from niche genres. He just involves things from his daily life that you will understand with characters that reappear in his specials and it's not a hard thing to wrap your head around when you understand the joke and the delivery is really funny. He does the accents, he does the noise effects, you know, the whole the whole shebang is really, really well thought out. Trevor Noah will dab in politics, he will reach topics that some mature audiences should still be wary to not show their kids, but for teens and up, it's still really funny to watch. He's got a good sense of how to incorporate running jokes from the beginning of the special and then continue them onwards into the rest of the special and then end with a, with a finish that kind of ties in everything uh, from the special together. So the one I enjoyed was um, Son of Patricia. That was a really good special that had recurring jokes from the beginning to the end and then tied it all up and summarized it really well. I will say that Fluffy's probably my favorite because he, he kind of ties in what Russell Peters and Trevor Noah do together. Like Russell Peters is known for the Indian accent and then making fun of the uh, racial stereotypes and kind of putting them under the light in different ways and capturing the attentions of the audience that way. And then Trevor Noah is known for his more mature and then um, more engaging uh, jokes to do with his personal life. And he tie and Fluffy ties them in really well together by incorporating both of those elements into his own storytelling and he puts them out in a way in which everyone can understand. When you watch comedians like Crystalia and uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, you find that most of their jokes fly under the radar because you don't get the reference and only a certain group can understand it. Like the beginning of Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle, like even though it kind of slowly progresses into a more funny 
show just the beginning of it like the first couple of jokes that he puts out like they're not funny to me anyways because i don't understand the reference that comes with it if fluffy were to make jokes that didn't you know resonate with his audience then i don't think many people would watch him either because he's kind of the the family dude like everyone wants to watch him because he makes jokes for the kids he makes jokes for the teens and the adults and he, he covers a wide range of uh likes and attitudes that comes up very strong when you want to make a very entertaining special especially for netflix where you assume that most of your audience is probably teens and some young adults so yeah i would say those are pretty good um crystal lee is no pain was good it started off really well i think crystal lee is a really funny guy he he runs a really funny solo podcast called congratulations and I had high hopes for the special, and it started off really well, but just towards like the 30-minute mark and onwards, something about the the quality of the comedy just kind of really dipped and then slowly picked up as it went towards the end. Like he started making some jokes about dolphins at SeaWorld and then some sort of joke about um, motorbikes or something like that. I can't even remember. It's been a while since I watched it. But yeah, the quality kind of dips down and then kind of comes back up so to, like you know every it's subjective comedy is subjective every joke comes with its own nuance and if you understand it then the joke is more funnier to you it also depends on your um your mental age and then how you perceive a joke what you find funny and not funny so everyone's comedian is different everyone's favorite style of joke or everyone's favorite comedian or artist in that sense is vastly different and you find joy in whatever you do. So um, I found the energy to actually go through and listen to those specials. I thought they were super funny. I thought, you know, I could, I could be watching more. So I want to watch more of the Kevin Hart stuff. I haven't watched a Kevin Hart special yet. I've seen clips, but I haven't watched one. So I'm excited to do that. Uh, now knowing that I don't have to sit down and binge watch um, or actually sit through it because I can come back to it whenever I want to. I can continue the joke um, and it'll still retain its comedy or its comedic value. And speaking of things I've also been watching on Netflix, I am not a huge anime dude, but I did recently get into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, it's known for memes on the internet. Uh, primarily, it's end credit song and the to be continued meme that's where that came from and just some just some uh some cultural internet references that just keep popping up that i wanted to resonate more with so i, I thought i'd just start the anime and see how it went uh it slowly got me hooked uh it, it's instilled a little message into um, into my mind that you need to watch more than just the first episode to really engage or uh let a TV show encapsulate your attention, or sorry, engage with your attention, because the first episode of JoJo, again, is not something that I would want to watch more and more. But as the show progresses, the animation quality gets better, the content gets better, um, the story thickens, the plot thickens, so a lot of what has to be said is furthered and it's really attention grabbing in that sense. So I've been watching that for quite a while now. I'm in the middle of season two. I just realized that season two is like 50 episodes long because 
for some reason that's how the anime works. Season one is like 26 and then season two is like 48 or some BS like that. So uh, I have to sit through that. I just made it to like 20 episode 24. I was like, I think I've done the season, but they just continue it. So I was like, oh, fine. So I have to continue watching that. And then, yeah. So, uh, blah, blah. I'm not going to speak on that for too long because I don't think many people really care about that. So, yeah, that's the, that's my little Netflix spiel. I've had a fun time watching stuff now. And I think, um, my subscription went down. Like, I think my month is over, so I need to, uh, pay it again because I can't log in right now to continue watching. So... I've been actually watching uh, stuff on Tubi TV. And I just realized this Roku, which is that streaming service, that streaming box that you can buy. Roku has this thing, Tubi TV, on its uh, streaming platform. And it's basically just a catalog of TV shows, movies, whatever. It's, it's like Netflix, but with an ad every like 15 to 20 minutes, something something like that. It's like one ad every 15 minutes but it's exactly the same as Netflix and it's free. So you can download it on your phone. It's on a uh, desktop for free. You don't need an account to sign in. You don't need anything. That's tubi.tv and then just search whatever you want to. Um, animes are on there. I don't know whether it's for everything. Like I don't know how often the catalog is upla- updated because I've only watched uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, this anime on Tubi, so there might be, um, I don't know how recently it's updated or whatever, so yeah, uh, that's tubi.tv, I'm making it sound like an ad read, um, no, I'm not sponsored, obviously, but I'm just letting you know, you know, um, if you do, if you are down on a Netflix subscription or you don't have one, um, there's a place to go to, it's not like Putlocker, there aren't ads on the menu, the only time you get ads or when you're watching something, it'll be like, you know, when, when you're watching a TV show and like there's a cliffhanger and then when you're watching it on TV, there's supposed to be an ad. There'll probably be one there, but it happens like once every episode. So um, as long as you can bear that, it's only like a minute long. The ads are only a minute long. You can't skip them, but they don't happen that often. They're not like YouTube ads. And if you can bear that, it's just free. The UI is great. Uh, it's not like a gimmick or anything. It works. Um, <laughs> I'm not a robot. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell you this uh, as a pyramid scheme or some shit, but it works. So check that out. TUBI.TV. I'm not sponsored. All right. Uh, what else is new? What else do I... Oh, so this week in news. Twin. This week in news. T-W-I-N. This week in news. We have two stories. Um, we have continuing uh, Black Lives Matter stories. I am quite disappointed that um, the George Floyd uh, protests are still going, but there's less media coverage of it now. And um, some Black Lives Matter protests in general, not just for Floyd, but like the Breonna Taylor ones and the Trayvon Martin ones and the Eric Garner ones, are, um, the, the, the petitions that are still going for those um, incidents um, are still being swept under the rug right now. I don't see many um, 
many coverages as I did the week before or last week or whenever. Like a couple of weeks ago, there was still a huge amount of coverage on those topics, but now I'm seeing less of it. So I am scared that people are starting to forget about that stuff. And I really hope that that's not the case because there's still a lot of justice that still needs to be served. There's a lot of injustice being served right now. Uh, Trump did a tweet the other day. Um, NPR did a tweet the other day, sorry. That was like, um, Trump has revoked permissions for trans and LGBTQ people to protest their rights for financial and educational purposes or for financial freedom. And people are outraged because of that, obviously, because trans rights are still human rights. Um, But he's still revoking them for that financial freedom thing, Um, which is unjust, obviously, because it doesn't matter how they identify themselves. It's not causing any harm to you. So simply acknowledge the fact that um, they identify something different and just move on, right? Like, there's no point in arguing it. It's not it's not hurting you, just, you know, they're still people, right? Like, nothing happened to them. Um, it is a stretch if they do identify as a broccoli or something, because obviously that cannot happen. Um, we, we talked about this in English class once, um, like the idea of transgenderism, I think. It's to do with, like, your um, your body's elemental disposition. If you can't prove that you're... Um, if you can't prove that physically you are what you claim to identify as, you cannot be that. So, or sorry, I might've gotten that wrong. I don't want to sound politically incorrect or whatever, but, um, you know, you must be able to, like you, you cannot identify something that, that is inanimate because you don't possess those qualities yourself. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so that, that happened. And then we had some, news that nascar released that was like um we're revoking the use of the confederate flag at our racing events when they do open up again and you had some white supremacists going insane and saying like you know i'm not subscribing i'm not following i've had nascar in my heart for years but you're not letting me ride the confederate flag i'm you're not participating i'm not viewing i'm not watching i'm not subbing i'm you know cutting my ties in quotes with nascar because they're not allowing me to raise the confederate flag and um the confederate flag is the flag that represents the old america the one that stole the land from the native indians it has the 13 stars for the original 13 colonies it represents the bad side of america to many people it's like the one that overruled the Native Americans drove them out of their land, took their land, and then caused all this dispute between the the British. And um, it was a very not happy place, right? Like America now is more, <laughs> I can't say America now is more civil because right now it's not. But um, there were still 13 colonies, but you know now we have 50 states and it was a different time back then. And NASCAR doesn't want to identify with that sort of America. So they're not letting anyone raise that flag. And we had people really outraged at the fact that that was happening. And we had people supporting the fact that NASCAR is doing it. But it's really funny just to go through Twitter and see the feed and all these old white people with like these handlebar mustaches and sunglasses and MAGA hats all complaining at the same time that, you know, they're not... 
going to watch NASCAR anymore, like, fine. They, they don't need you, right? Like, it's it's a racing event. I don't know how it's so politically tied to being a white supremacist uh, audience or a group, but clearly it shouldn't be like that. You should be able to um, support the Black Lives Matter movement no matter what corporation you are, and no matter what audience member you are, you should still uh, commend it. I'll condemn it, commend it. You should be able to commend it no matter who you are or where you're from. That also goes for um, trans rights. If you are trans... Sorry, no, no, no. If you support Black Lives Matter, but you do not support being trans or identifying as a trans person you're still not part of Black Lives Matter because there are still black people who are part of LGBTQ or trans. So you have to come to the terms with that. You don't identify as a part of Black Lives Matter because you still hate black people who are LGBTQ. All right. Um, yeah, that's that, That's for that. Um, there are lots of more stories going on about Black Lives Matter now. Um, there's still a lot of things that need to be changed. The media, I realize, isn't covering it that well, but, like, you know, the coverage is dying down. It makes it seem like people are forgetting. Like, people are not forgetting. It's just, uh, people are more likely to forget about the movement if there is less coverage going on publicly. So, there needs to be better understanding about what's happening everywhere commonly. So, download Twitter, uh, just see how people are responding on social media. Um, Don't forget that the movement is still going. Still sign your petitions, still donate if you can. Uh, Keep it, keep the support going. But there's just a lot less support that's going on now, and I'm scared to say that. Another thing in news that we got, other than all of this, is... Dude, I am struggling to get this thing recorded. I'm jumping all over the place. I have so many things to do, I just keep coming back and like recording segments of it. Anyways, um, the another thing we have in news is the PS5 that got announced. Um, the original uh, launch day, or like the announcement day, was supposed to be earlier when, earlier in June, but since all of the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on, Um, Sony decided it was better to push it back, and so we got the announcement um, just this week, and people are now mocking the fact that the PS5, I think it looked really cool, I think the controller looks really cool, and the design of the actual console itself looks really sick. I'm not a PlayStation guy, I've always been more of a Nintendo dude, like I'm never... I didn't buy an Xbox or a PlayStation, or I've never really played on one throughout my childhood. I bought a DS, I bought a Wii, and those are those are the only consoles I have, or the only gaming uh, stations that I had as a kid. So I never actually um, played on those consoles. I, I'm I don't know. My my, my mind is always with uh, childish kitty games. I was never into shooters. I was never into um, uh, I was never into that sort of space where, you know, like the, uh, like the COD or the 
um, Battlefield, like that kind of stuff just didn't really click with me, like Halo, whatever. Um, I was always a kitty, like Mario Sonic dude. I always played those games. I never played anything else. Um, I grinded Mario Kart, Smash, I played Sonic, uh, The Dark Knight. I played everything on the Wii. And on the DS, I always played like the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games games. So that's all I played as a kid. I've always been a Nintendo dude. So seeing the Sony PlayStation isn't really exciting to me because I know I'm not going to get it myself. But the design does look sick and I think it looks really cool. Um, but people are mocking it for looking like an internet router because there's like a black bar surrounded by a, um, a curved like white strip around it. And people are just sticking like pieces of paper on the side of their like, um, internet router and just saying like, dude, I got the new PS5 because it literally looks like that. The memes are really funny about it. Um, the design people are mocking it. It's as far as I know, I think it's like a 50, 50 for, or like a 75, 25. And it looks good and it looks bad. I think it looks cool. Um, people pointed out that it looks too futuristic to look in, to look, um, in place in some homes. And I do agree with that. Uh, but I also think that it's going to be a powerhouse. Um, it knocks the Xbox series X because the series X is just like a, the Xbox Series X is literally just a box. Like, it's a tall box with just kind of like a curved top. And I assume that they'll rival each other pretty well. Like, they're not going to um, back down to put any new high-res, you know, specs, blah, 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 geek speak in there. Um, but I'm I'm not really too excited because I've never really owned a Sony or Microsoft console. And I am not going to purchase either of them when they come out i'm i should have purchased a nintendo switch when it did come out and i made the mistake of not doing that and i should have um but yeah i i think it's really cool i think it looks nice and it it kind of paves a way for how the future of gaming will look like and what those consoles will evolve to be there were it's very different than the leaks that were coming out and like the design concepts and stuff. And I think people will be pleased with it, especially what it has to offer. Apparently there's a new Miles Morales Spider-Man game coming for the PS5. And man, I'm going to make sure that I watch people play that game because the PS4 Spider-Man looked really good. So PS5 Spider-Man and the Miles Morales version, I'm going to go head over heels trying to watch that gameplay. Um... Yeah, that's in that's it for week uh weekly news. I have nothing to report on. My life is not that exciting and hopefully there's more for me to talk about next week after I come back from this excursion to my uh friend's place. Um I think this episode is going to be really small. I I don't think it'll even reach an hour, but I am on a time crunch so I really had to get things going. Um I hope this is sufficient. Uh I hope it's a better episode than last week. I really hope to get more people on and talk to them when I'm free again. Uh, stuff's going well. Uh, I hope everyone's doing okay. Uh, there was some stuff I wanted to report about. I'm not like a news reporter. I wanted to report about the news this week. <laughs> I'm not a Philip DeFranco show. Uh, there is some other stuff I did want to talk about, but I'd have to do more research and kind of lay down some facts for it first and I unfortunately didn't prep that all too well for that 
so I do probably just have to end the episode here, I guess. I have nothing... Um, I have nothing that I haven't... Nothing important that I haven't spoken about yet. I did speak about everything that happened yesterday and what I have to do this week. And I hope I have a bunch more to speak about uh, this upcoming week. And if I don't, uh, and you're still here, thank you. Um, if you want to shoot me questions that you want to hear me talk about, like those uh, TOK <laughs> type stuff, um, uh, podcasters do that quite often. So if you do want to hear me uh, speak about a certain issue that I that you think I haven't spoken about yet and uh, you think it'd be interesting to hear, uh, tell me. Let me know. I'd love to take it into consideration. Um, I did get a request but from someone to do like some crime, supernatural, thriller stuff. And I don't know much about that stuff to really talk about it. Like I'm not a, I'm not a storytelling podcast. I'm just a, um, it, it's just a hobby. Like I'm just doing it for goofs. Um, but when I do have a story to report on about crime and stuff, I will definitely do it because uh, getting a wider genre to cover is um, a good thing. So yeah. I'm really excited to upload this episode. Uh, I think it went pretty okay. Um, I'm still, as you can tell, I'm still not too confident about the way th these go or how they will go. Um, I don't even know whether I'll be able to record an episode for next Monday. Like this one was on a crunch and I don't know when I'm coming home again to record the next one. So hopefully I can get it by Monday. I'm going to try my best. And if not, it'll probably be out on Tuesday if you really care. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I'll have to catch you guys in the next episode when you can hear me ramble my head off in illogical sequences and discombobulated thoughts strung together by a loose thread. Um, <laughs> uh, you can catch me next week. Uh, stay safe, take care. Thank you so much. Uh, have a good one. Mm -hmm.